sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome back. Two week absence due to random bullshit. Be honest with you. Um, welcome to the I Got Question podcast. I'm not going to go into the details. I know we've been gone for a while. I want to take time to say sorry to our fan base, but we do have lives. And you know what? Actually, it's kind of a good two week break because we are coming back with some hot takes. So many hot yeah. takes. I don't even think we're going to be able to fit it on this one hour episode. Yes. Uh, but uh, let me just get right to it though. My name is Christian O'Quinn Jr. I'm here with my good friends Aaron Washington, Jared DeMalo. Um, you know what? Hiya. Normally, normally I say something bad about y'all, but you know what though? I ain't seen y'all in so long and heard anything from y'all. I want to take this time to say I miss y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? I miss y'all, you know, you know, even if y'all, you know, even if it's just you, you know, y'all, you know, the, the camera and you know, and some some ugly faces, it's, it's still nice to see y'all. Yeah. It was almost a whole. It was almost a whole <laughs> intro without a. You try. I mean, the attempt was there, I suppose. But I was letting him rock. I was letting him get his bullshit. <laughs> I was not uh, going to say it, but it wouldn't be us if I didn't say anything. It's true. That's true. Uh, no, I missed you, dummies too. Um, I missed you, little idiots. Um, <laughs> you little stinkers. <laughs> wow, that man said a little stinker. Uh, Jared, you imbecile. Um, I'm off my gourd, fellas. Golly, fellas, I'm off my gourd. What does that mean? Two weeks. What does that mean, Jared? I don't know. I wasn't even, I don't even have a gourd that I was on to start with, so I could not tell you the metaphor. Fair fair enough. Fair enough. Um, isn't the gourd like the pumpkin things? Yeah. Yeah. All right, figured. Okay. Um, but yeah, how's your guys' two weeks been? Yeah, it has been a little bit of a little bit of a quick absence, but we're here, we're here and we're back. How's your how's your two weeks off? It's good, man. Uh, yeah, got the full full benefits of relaxation, refreshment from a two week break. I'm ready to come back uh, with a spicy vengeance. Why is that? <laughs> it sounds like an ad for Taco Bell. The way I said it, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really did. Like, why is the vengeance spicy? Why is it just <laughs> just be vengeance? You know, do you have some mild vengeance? I I'll, I'll take that. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, I had a good two weeks. Um, lots happened in the world at large. Uh, for me personally, um, you know, I figured I'll say it on here now. Whatever, who cares? We're amongst friends. I announced that I have a child on the way. You know, yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. For, for context, we already knew already. Yeah, yeah they knew. So. So. The lackluster response. I, I thought we were going to pretend yeah. that we were making a big deal. You said nah, nice. he, he, he <laughs> has said it, and I realized our intentions were supposed to be surprised uh, and shocked, but we've been known for about three months. Yeah, now. y'all know him for months. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. couldn't even lie for, for 13 seconds. Well, it was, a it was a 30 second pause and gap uh, that was there. And I was like, oh, yeah, uh, we're supposed to be excited. See, but yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. Uh, well, Aaron, congratulations. The world's going to get a little bit more beautiful. Thank oh, yeah, you, Jerry. Real nice, man. Thank, Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. That is so sweet compared to the other stuff we've been saying. Well, yeah, because yeah, this true. is recorded. It's, <laughs> it's true. Get all, the, get all the nice stuff in the recordings, and then after we're done, that's Get your real friends off air. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, so doing that thing, getting that going, you know, we're, we're, we're a few weeks out. So, you know, yeah, we're here now. For the record, we're all praying that the baby is born on Jared's birthday. So it yeah, it's a true. double whammy. Yeah. So um, if, you're, if you're hearing this, keep your fingers crossed for September 15th, um, because that, that will be a glorious day. I'd so be pretty just, funny. We can officially move Jared's birthday to the side. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been it's been polling well, uh, trying to move my birthday away. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we follow through on a campaign promise. Yep. Hopefully we will. Hopefully we will. Um, but yeah, more on that later. And I'll, I'll update you guys on my, you know, on the on the baby, on the stuff around babies that, you know, like car seats and strollers and all kinds of random yeah. stuff I looked at in the past few weeks. We're definitely uh, getting to that conversation of, you know. Yeah, you your, know. your new we'll have a, we'll have a kitty corner. Yeah, we'll have yeah. A, a couple of sessions on like how to make a baby one on one and to, uh, how to prepare for a baby one on one. No, you can cross that first one out. Uh, <laughs> that first one, 
yeah brother that ain't that i'm ain't still good. trying to figure it out I, I just can't put two and two together i i guess same here because i ain't got no kids either so i guess i don't know how to make no babies either. <laughs> okay um yeah we're uh, christian, how have your two weeks been <laughs> yeah christian how have your, your two weeks been man you you, you just been working and doing your thing uh, what, what's been going on uh, it's been buddy? good man uh, it's my girl birthday shout out to Taurus season uh Taurus is out there uh i'm trying to find out that yeah man i have a best as my girlfriend's a tourist and i apparently have a lot more tourist friends than what i thought and i don't know how i feel about it but it is what it is um you, you know. should feel blessed because tourists are the best signs they're incredible <laughs> in case in case you don't know uh jared girlfriend is a tourist and she currently has a gun to his head so <laughs> he was holding up a hostage sign shout out to the tourists shout out to the gemini's shout out to scorpios pisces whatever mm-hmm. other sign you identify as in this um crazy world go ahead look look at man look 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 i ain't gonna shout out all of them i do know also fun fact we was playing a game the other day and it was like can you guess how all 12 horoscopes and i was like hell yeah i can and i was like i did it i was like i'm a thug yes sir <laughs> but anyway um uh, <laughs> it's that's the point sign. but uh yeah mainly took a week off celebrating my girl uh birthday spent las vegas as a tourist even though we said to go to work but it was nice though <laughs> it was nice right on, man. um um change gears is that cool with you guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Change Let's get gears. into the stuff that we've been talking about all this, camera. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's change gears for a second. Because yeah, for starters, you, your boy, ooh. Uh, yeah, yesterday, this past 24 hours has been rough. Uh, for not just uh, people here, but for everybody. For those who don't know about the mass shooting that took place in, um, I forgot the name of the city, but it's in Texas. Oh, uh, it? crap. It's escaping me now. I feel horrible. Yeah. Uh, wow, <laughs> it started. I want to say it, like a, a, a something with an a Uvalde. Thank you, Uvalde, Uvalde Texas. Uvalde, Texas. And I did some digging into the story, and the research on this is it's crazy to me. Here's the thing that's crazy to me, right? Mm. There are so many other instances where we are so quick to stop somebody you know find someone it feels like people just pick and choose who they want to i don't know watch and like this this kid 18 years old by the way purchased a gun i believe one's an assault rifle the other one's a uh a handgun handgun correct yeah yeah Yeah. handgun first thing he does is shoots his grandmother Actually, let me take that back. I believe he posted the pictures of the guns on social media. I believe it's on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Then he murders his grandmother, talks about it on Facebook, and talks about how he's going to a school to do the same thing. Yeah. An elementary school, he goes, murders 14 children, yeah. And yeah. I believe two teachers as well. So the number is up to 19 kids. Is it up to 19 and now? Two, and two teachers. Two teachers. Yeah. And there is just so much wrong with this whole situation. Not just with this situation of mass shooting in Texas, but I looked it up recently. What was the number? Like 191 mass shootings in the year 2022? I think 198. I could be off on that. 198. 198? Yeah. 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 198 mass shootings in 19 weeks in the start of 2022. Now, look here. Before I get into this, number one, I already know what the opposition is saying. You're not going to take away my right to bear arms. I got bad news for you. Nobody wants to take that away, Second Amendment, right now. Okay. Right. If I can, nobody's saying that has to be gone away. But we need to do something a little bit more efficient. Be, be outside just having an 18 year old randomly just purchase two a gun and assault rifle, and boom, here it is. There it go. Now I'm gonna tell you, like I tell other people, I don't have answers for you right now. I don't have the process 
I can't think of what else to do outside of a background check or anything like that. But 198 mass shootings, and this is only May. Only May. And that's crazy to me that nobody wants to do anything about it. You know what we're worried about? We're worried about, you know, telling women what to do with their bodies. Um, uh, you know, we're more concerned about that. That that bill is somehow getting passed before gun laws or gun control is being talked about. Um, gas prices. People are more concerned about that and they're going up. Don't get me wrong. We're all affected by gas prices. Yeah. But we're more concerned about that than we are about, you know, our money and not about people's lives and if society is even safe, really. Um, we have people wanting to talk about pro-life, but then you don't want to protect pro-life. You just want it to be birth. You don't want to provide any protection from gun laws. These are kids. I got shot today. Just keep that in mind kids and not to scare you eric and you have a baby on the way yeah. Yeah. Make sure you to announce nope. that <laughs> look i'll get to that don't worry about it yeah mm-hmm. so but like you want to say pro-life and do what you want women's bodies but then you don't want to offer the health care if the the baby ends up in the system because the parents don't want it or the daughter doesn't want it you have gun laws that literally anybody can potentially get to hurt children but not protecting children so it's like one of those things like, are we really pro-life? Or are you really pro-life if that's what you consider yourself to be? You know what I'm saying? It's just a whole bunch of contradictions. And I think the main thing that concerns me is that the man posted it, or the young man, 18-year-old, he was actually uh, shot and murdered, had to be taken down by the police. He posted all this on Facebook before anything happened. And not a red flag, no warrants. No, nothing. Now, I haven't done anything on Facebook, but I have heard people say that they've been red flagged for, for mentioning words like kidnapped, assault. Heck, the cornerback for the Raiders was arrested on a gun charge that he posted on Facebook because he threatened about killing somebody. Right. <laughs> and he, yeah. did, he wasn't out. He just posted a picture on it. So how is it that 18-year-old, 18-year-old is able to post an assault rifle and a gun on Facebook? And no notification, no red flag is thrown that way. It's insane to me. Like, it feels like Mm -hmm. we're picking and choosing who to target. And I'm not making it a race thing. I'm not making it a gender thing or anything like that. But the inconsistency is killing me. Yeah, I also, I mean... I, th- I think you're right that it is a race and gender thing too, though, right? Like it's, we can say that off the record. I mean, I, I just <laughs> don't want people to pay close attention to that. I'm not gonna. I haven't. Gonna right, you, you know, well, they're gonna get like, stuck on that. And yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not, I, I don't want anybody to get stuck. The, the main right. point is gun law in right. general. Like, yeah. this this idea that people think that we can't do anything about it or the government doesn't do anything about it. No, yeah. it's like, bro, what what's the purpose of the government if we can't rely on them to help with our safety? Right. It is what you were saying. Like, like not even one thing was done. Like not even like one little, like <laughs> nothing was done, you know, like, to, I don't know what you said is completely telling, like all these other bills get passed, but like, what, like Sandy Hook was the last one it was like 10 years ago, like the last big, um, yeah. like school shooting. Yeah. And then nothing got changed. Like not even one little, like <laughs> guns have to be purple, like, like a nothing, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. great. It's like, yeah. How how does this happen? And as a society, we go, we don't have to fix this. This is fine. This is operating as as we see fit. Yeah. And I'm mad at the fact that people think the 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 question is get rid of the second amendment, second amendment, or keep the second amendment. And it's like, no, that's not the question. The question is how do we control the second amendment so that mm-hmm. everybody can still? Because let's be honest, it's too late to be like get rid of the second amendment. Like, yeah. There's guns all over the country. Like, I don't, I don't knock or blame anybody that that wants to carry a weapon. I personally wouldn't recommend doing it. That's just me, just based on uh, the color of my skin and reputation with the police and everything like that. It ain't gonna work. I just out. don't want to risk it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to risk it. That's me. Um, <laughs> I know other people see differently. They think they have nothing to do with that, and I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, if you're not black, you don't understand. <laughs> So uh, I, that's my opinion of the situation, though. But I do understand it's too late to be like, get rid of the Second Amendment, because almost everybody has an illegal weapon 
even with the Second Amendment being there now. So it yeah. really makes no difference. I do feel like people have the right to protect themselves, and that's cool with me just because people are going to do something stupid anyway, and I get it. But we got to do something in control of it. Yeah, like there's got to be like a like a start somewhere, even if, yeah, like even if the Second Amendment was was removed, like exactly what you're saying, like, I mean, it would be great. <laughs> but the next day, what happens? Like there's still like that doesn't mean that there's a giant magnet that sucks up all the guns. Right. So like yeah. buybacks are like insane, like just the sheer amount of guns that are out there. It's like that. Where, how do you even start? Which not to say a defeatist because something's got to change, but I don't yeah. know the answers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have any direct answers right now because sure. I, I. I feel like that. That was the question, and I. I don't know what people talk about when they go to their jobs or anything like that. But I know when I was at work, a lot of hearts heavy, a lot of minds racing, a lot of people like not really too sure, wait, what to think, and people just want to know like, what do we do? What can we do? What can we do? Look, I'll never say we can't do nothing or shrug my shoulders at any situation because people's lives on the line here. But I will say we got to do something. At least think about it, potentially. I'm seeing people upset. I see the senator is upset. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Texas. Was that him that was going off? So, so yeah, they had the um... – the uh like a press conference today where they got the, where they gave out like the final victim count and details of the incident and all that um and then beto o'rourke who was a who was a um was a mm. governor of texas i think um not a governor of texas he's uh he's uh, a po- re- political representative in texas um, okay it basically interrupted the the press conference to tell basically blame everyone on the who was talking at the thing which rightly so because it's completely full of you know some of the dumbest collection of minds just in the world all on one stage at one time and basically blamed it on them um saying it was their fault and they could do they could have done something about this a long time ago but of course yeah political inaction you know rear its ugly head again and you know so shout out to beto O'Rourke for doing that and literally making these people uncomfortable in their own setting from a from a from a crime that was you know not them directly involved in it but them involved in it you know and also, this is Senator Chris Murphy is his name. Yes, he's a Democrat yes. for Connecticut. I think that is. Yeah, you know. he yeah he was on the Senate floor and basically went on a five minute, um, you know, tangent about what they're doing, like what are politicians doing to, you know, fix the situation to fix problems like this. Um, basically, calling them out, calling out his own group, his own political group. Um, yeah, it was a really good speech. Um, you know, you could tell it was something that was on his head and all that. So, and and that's another great point that I wanted to mention too that you just mentioned. Um, yeah. That guy was Democrat. He's calling out Democrats, right? And yeah. you're Republican. You should be calling out Republicans. I, I don't. I don't think somebody said something. I was listening to something on a podcast earlier, and I agree with this 100. It it don't matter if you're Democratic or Republican. It doesn't. It doesn't take a side to choose to do the right thing. Like, I don't understand where people get this idea from that you have to pick a side. And for some reason, that side has to be right or 100% right. Yeah. Like, a side doesn't dictate what's right in humanity. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. This this is going to hurt you. Democrat, right. Republican. This hurts, family. This hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has been a kid, right? We've all been kids going to school, right? We all have little nephews, little nieces, cousins, et cetera, et cetera. Potentially kids that go to school. There's no way in the world you wake up every day as a politician and I think about this. Mm-hmm. So, like, it has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican. So, yes, I'm happy that everybody is calling everybody out because it's clearly everybody's fault. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, well, there's a Democrat in office and he sucks or the Republican right. of the Senate, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, family, this is everybody's fault. It's been like 10 years now. So I just want to mention that that yeah. point as well. Like politics sometimes need to go out the window because it literally has nothing to do with anything. Agreed. Definitely agree. Jared, do you want to say anything on it? Uh no, pop in, pop in a bit. Um I'll say this. 
And I want to look at this from a couple of different perspectives, but I'll try to keep this short. Um, you know, living in this country is like exhausting, like a lot of the times, you know, um, just because so many problems are right there in people's faces, yet they don't want to fix it. And it's like, we've been through this, like how many times now? I can't, you know, count off the top of my head how many mass shootings there's been, you know, just not even this past year, but just in this past decade, like, you know, you would think that Sandy Hook happened in 2012, there would have been something changed, you know, but of course, you know, they made a joke about it. They turned, they flipped it all. They flipped the entire thing from a guns issue into, you know, a mental health thing, but wasn't really a mental health thing. And, you know, we've had the that's same. A, that's another thing that I'm upset about too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not blaming I'm not blaming any of this on, you know, mental health as much as I am just blaming this on just evil people. Um, you know, evil people go out, buy rifles and shoot up schools. Like that's all I'm really looking at at this point. Um, if I have this like tone of like defeat in my voice and like, you know, it's there. Cause like at this point I'm like, you know, I'm a regular citizen. I'm just a guy who goes to work every day and, you know, comes home, plays too many video games. I'm just a normal person. Like I can't do much in this situation because I'm not an, I'm not in power in certain areas, you know, whether it be politically or socially or anything like that to make an effective enough change on this, you know? So it's frustrating from my standpoint, because, you know, you feel, you feel as if you can't even like maneuver around or you can't, make enough change because you want to keep your and make you feel like I feel like I can't make enough change to keep my family safe right so in the past two weeks we've had two places hit or three places actually hit with mass shootings where people you know go to on their normal normal days a grocery store a church and a school yep that's crazy a grocery store a church and a school places where every everyday people are at probably every every single day um and they're hit with you know they're hit with these this mass amount of violence in such a quick time and then now we're now the country is feeling the effects of it and it's hard to like it's hard to fathom almost and it's hard to really it is hard to put into words to understand you know, to get people to understand how you're feeling about something like i'm, I'm struggling talking about this right now because you know as a person with a kid on the way and I have to bring my, you know, my kid into all this shit, like it's going to be hard to, you know, explain and, you know, all that stuff about it. So I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'm tired of having political conversations about this because we've done this over and over again and we've seen a complete lack of action on both sides. So the politics of it, I'm kind of defeated by, I'm, you know, I have my moments where I lose faith in humanity, you know, this is one of those moments, you know, unfortunately. Um, so all I can do is, as a person, just hope for that the families are, you know, are doing as well as they possibly can. Um, you know, because, you know, 21 lives being affected by this is just, it's it's hard to fathom. It's, it's, it's insanity, really. Um, you know, I, I think all the words have been said much more eloquently by the people that are, you know, out there on social media and, you know, out there just like much more public figures who are, you know, saying whatever they need to say. Um, you know, all I can say yeah. from the all I can all I can say from the ground level is that I'm hopeful that one day someone somewhere will have an epiphany and this will change really quickly and then we can live our lives, you know, without fear or without, you know without thinking that, you know, the next place that I step foot into won't be, I won't lose my life in it, you know, anything like that. But I can't really have that right now. I can't, I can't have that, you know, feeling when I'm at a grocery store or a movie theater or, you know, out somewhere at like a, you know, a game or out somewhere just out in the world, really like going to work or leaving work or, you know, um, being at work, anything, anywhere I go now, like it's in the back of my mind like full stop like it's i'm i'm point, i'm looking at exits i'm looking at people like i'm you know fully fully paranoid <laughs> like you know but and that's just the way i have to deal with it that's the way i have to process this and 
And I hope that people are able to process this and, you know, live their lives accordingly still. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, that's, just, that's um, I just hope that uh, I am do some more research on some other things, but I hope that if, if America is number one in massive like shootings in the world, world, if it's like a, if it's like a significant jump difference, we got, we got to do something. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm, I, I wouldn't listen. I'm going to put a, a hefty amount of money that we're number one by a long shot. I've seen the numbers. I just, I'm just, yeah. I just got to double check myself. Yeah, make yeah, sure no. I quoting things, but yeah. I understand. But like, th- think about this. We, we talk, you talked about the second amendment, right? And how people love this right to bear arms. How they love this right to, you know, own rifles and, you know, high power, high caliber weapons and all that. That's, that's the thing, right? Do you think that when the forefathers wrote the second amendment, they were talking about access to AR-15s and all of these weapons that could shoot a hundred rounds a minute? Like, was that the, do you think that was the actual intent of the second amendment or was that, or has it been mutated and flipped into a way that people are just using the quote unquote right to bear arms as a blanket statement? Like, I'm not sure. Yes. yeah, when they when they wrote it, they had inte- they they needed a uh, the ability to form quick militias when they because they didn't want a federal army because that's the same as the British army. So they wanted quick state militias to be able to be banded in case of the need to strike back against their centralized government. Right. That's the only reason that they had that so that farmers could have guns because they there wasn't society as we have it now. Because there wasn't people, there wasn't like an actual like law enforcement system. Whereas back then you could just roll up on somebody's farm and shoot them. Like basically, you know, right. So I, I would be fascinated, fascinated to, 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 to talk to someone who was a big proponent of the second amendment and, and ask them if they think that the way that the second amendment was written is applicable to where it is today with, with advancements in technology and society and the massive amount of guns that are out, out in the world with the with the public perception of where like of where this country is right now um i'm I'm curious to see if you know if they would be willing to come down off of that pedestal if they would be willing to now i'm not hopeful i actually i doubt that'll happen completely but i'm i'm curious if i'm curious as to them as to what the breaking point would be because we've seen this over and over. We've seen we've seen kids shot. We've seen adults. We've seen elderly elderly people shot. We've seen teenagers shot. We've seen you know people going to a music festival in Las Vegas shot. We've seen just massive amounts of examples of where of of how these things play out when you have these high caliber weapons out in the open. Um. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm past the point of, you know, letting people, you know, just throw, just blanket this with, or covering this with mental health issue, or, you know, I saw one tweet that, you know, from a, you know, from one of those big right wing <laughs> veteran support groups talking, asking if the dude was illegal when he was born in North Dakota, like, you know, yeah. um, I've seen this flipped already in so many different ways. Um, I've seen you know, Ted Cruz, who's could, who he's in strongest content and probably the strongest contention as one of the dumbest people to ever set foot on earth. Like he was on Fox news. I saw a clip of him earlier. It's on Fox news talking about how this would have, you could stop this by making one entrance to like one door to the school and putting an armed officer there. Like, yeah. That's another thing. People that <laughs> think that the route to this is I don't know, enforce the school or listen, a more militarized society. Yeah. Listen, putting a gun in a 66 year old math teacher's hand isn't going to solve anything. It's yeah. Not. Like, like, <laughs> really like people, not. anybody wants to take that route. I'm not going to say you're part of the problem, but I will. You're, you're close to it. <laughs> and I say this with yeah. utmost, utmost disrespect. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, who's whose picture when they're when you're doing a 12th grade assignment on building a utopia whose vision of that is every single person in the classroom has a gun like, <laughs> like that's not that's not what we want that shouldn't be the goal 
You yeah. mean to tell me I got to learn about multiplication tables and I got to learn about American history with a fucking Glock 9 strapped to the desk. Like that doesn't... Like where does that stop? Like do I have to buy groceries and the cashier just has a shotgun on the counter? Like and you know it's crazy? That... And you know yeah. it's crazy? Even if that idea was like implemented, that's that right? Implemented. Yeah, implemented. Yeah, you got it. Jesus Christ. Even if that, even if that was like implemented, teachers probably still wouldn't get paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, yeah. How else would they afford the guns? Let's <laughs> let's let's solve the teacher pay issue before you try to put guns in their hands, fam. And we've been it, look. We we were we were all in college together, right? We all knew someone who was studying to become a teacher. Correct? Am I am I wrong in assuming mm. that? Oh, facts. Jared, did you any, know anyone who was studying to become who was who was yeah, an education yeah. major? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw how stressed out they were, right? Mm-hmm. Especially studying for classes and everything like that. Yeah. You're studying classes to teach people. You're not studying classes to teach people and also have to work, keep your head on your swivel <laughs> to worry about if there's going to, if, you know, learning about your gun training. Like this doesn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> every single idea that I've, that I've heard from Republicans to avert all this has been like, just, it, it, it's nonsensical. It's nonsensical in a way that I'm questioning these people's these people's IQs, like just flat line, like just bottom line, just like general knowledge of life. And I'm questioning why there's always this this hunt to to flip to flip the script in a way that kind of takes the pressure off them, because we all know the issue like the issue is is Mm -hmm. is a gun issue. Right. It's not this. This is not a situation where. You know, people. Oh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. No, the the person with the gun killed the people. <laughs> like, right. Like, 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 either way, mm-hmm. no matter how you put that, yeah, yeah, you're the people kill people. Yes, and right. people kill right. people <laughs> with guns. Like, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> no, it was a hand. It was a it was a handgun and a rifle that killed those that killed those nineteen kids and injured two others. So, I'm like me personally, like this is like the lowest I felt from like a. Hmm. a political like a political standpoint like at this point i'm i i'm telling you right now i don't give a shit about voting i don't give a shit about you know what any politician says at this point democrat or republican green party uh tea party i don't give a shit um that's going to take some time for me to get over and it's going to take some time Hmm. and i can get over that you know i I might i may be able to get over that soon may not who knows if i'm going to if i'm going to vote in the midterms i don't fucking know but there has to be something like something like minuscule, like, like take one step, like give me, give me, like show me the, the plan to move forward what? in just one step. Like, don't show me the 10 steps ahead. Oh, if you vote for me in this midterm, I'll, I'll do this in the next five years. No, I need to see what the step is now and show me what, what's, what's tangible and explain and dumb it down to me in a way where I know what the process is going forward. Cause a lot of the stuff gets introduced and gets talked about, but then it loses on the Senate floor because, you know, 50 Republicans don't want to vote on it because it's a democratic bill. Like, right. As far as all that, I'm, I'm, I'm not into it. I'm cool. I don't want to hear your political issues about it. I don't want to hear from the president. I don't want to hear from the vice president. I don't want to hear from the top Republican candidate. I don't want to hear from anybody. My only concern is with the families that are involved and the people who were affected. That's it. I could, you know, that's that's all I really care about. You know, this poses another question for me, Jerry, if you don't mind, if I no, go for you, it, know, go for you know, put this question there. Since we're voting and everything like that is coming up, it's weird to say this, but it's almost like you kind of don't want to vote for a politician. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like you want to vote for like a regular average person human being in hopes that they can correlate or relate like i we we have like i guess i don't know i'm gonna go check the mailbox of the day and i saw somebody running i mean i, I got it in front of me actually now that i'm talking about it i saw somebody running for mayor for the city of north las vegas yeah. and i'm looking at this picture i'm like bro i know this dude <laughs> and like i'm looking i'm turning around and i like research i'm like bro this dude is a he this dude is a barber here in the same location as my previous old barber. <laughs> and now he's running for mayor. And yeah. at first I laughed. I was like, are you kidding me? We just let anybody run. But then like somebody brought up a good point to me. I was like, well, um, at least, you know, he's a regular person. Mm. He's an average dude. He ain't got no politician experience, but maybe that's something that we don't need right now. 
And I'm looking at the card a little differently. I'm like, you know what? He got some good points when he's doing the comparison of to North Las Vegas to Henderson and regular Las Vegas. Right. So he mm-hmm. got me thinking, like, man, what if this whole politician thing or thinking that this person that has experience, we have it all backwards, have it all wrong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because how can you really be for the people if you're not really with the people? I mean, no offense. Yeah. When I go voting, sometimes I look to see how old you is. If you's you above sixty, bro, you're not getting I, no go. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> look, if you haven't, I think my next baseline for president is going to be like the like the most basic level shit. Like, if you haven't stubbed your toe in the past decade, like, get the fuck away from me. Like, <laughs> What's, yeah, the like, <laughs> What's the yeah. price of milk? What's the price of a gallon of milk? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, like, uh, and I just want to know, like, y'all thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay, you want to lead it off. I'm just saying, yeah. like, is, is this what we is this what we come to to where like we don't want people who have law degrees and <laughs> political experience and like, like we we want like average regular people in the office because we know that they can at least relate. Well, like, so I I feel like I fuck a career politician, you know, like your like your Mitch McConnell's like. Like the people that are like their job is to be in politics, like that's you know as far as like my my line, like that's <laughs> burn them, whatever. But like, <laughs> the, I, there's got to be like a balance because like he said, burn, the, <laughs> burn him. fuck it, nah, Jared, like, I'm with you, fuck it. Well, like the idea, like and really walk with me because a, a to b, like the idea, uh, like fuck Trump, obviously, but like the idea, like what everybody got along to him was like he's not a politician because of like that that okay, one. <laughs> very isolated very isolated string yeah it's like i get why people bought onto that because they're like this isn't working someone who's not in this will work granted you look at all of the cons fuck them but the con list like the con list was like like, what was an elder scroll and like as opposed (laughs) to that one good thing one yeah but like that that idea like because i do you know i look for that too and i vote in the whatever because it's like it is interesting you're like yeah someone who's like not in it it, or at least like it's a lot easier it, it feels a lot more transparent when someone's like say a barber running than it is say like a four-term mayor because you're yeah. like okay well it does feel like on face value that you're more passionate about this and that you have ideas like I, there should be a balance like you know not to sound redundant but like if a career politician like fuck him yeah like like in i guarantee in that barber's last five years he's had to worry about a parking ticket like just like yeah. simple level baseline <laughs> shit fam fam he, he probably had to worry about paying rent for for his own business probably. like <laughs> like he probably had to like create a budget for something like whether it be a car food going to the <laughs> movies uh whatever he had to create a budget for himself not for an entire city for himself like stuff like that i think it's lost in these political conversations because politics is a game Let's just start there. Politics is a right. game where you're you're trying to manipulate a certain group of people into do into keeping you in a position where you're paid, where you're looked at as a as a polit- as a person of power and a person of interest. So that, let's start there. If you and if you get hooked on that, oh, sorry, go ahead, Christian. Nah, I just like brought a crazy like idea. Like you think if we didn't pay politicians, if maybe they had to do like a, a secondary job because they didn't get paid to be politicians, you think things <laughs> would actually get done? Nah, that's the fucked up part is like because they the ones that are what like they're not getting paid crazy money for being pol- like it's all the moves they make because they have the power to make moves that exactly. get them money. Like um exactly. what's his name? The Democrat in was it West Virginia? Oh that uh, bitch Joe Manson. Joe Man- yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he so he like has a stake I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the hell out of it, but it's like the uh, the garbage that comes from coal refineries. Like he has a stake in that, and because and that's why he voted down the like the the green the great new bill or whatever. Is the, it, uh, was it? It wasn't the Keystone Pipeline. Oh, the new the new deal. The green new deal. Green the new, new deal. Green new deal. Yeah. yeah, because like it would, he gets his money from like the coal plants, cutting like when they run they get more trash. The more trash right. he right. gets, the more money. So of right. course he's gonna vote down any green new bill yeah so it's like that yeah so it's like he might not be getting paid for being a politician but he gets paid because he strikes down bills that get him money yeah and yeah you're like okay there's a whole loophole fix it exactly (laughs) look there's the there's a there's you can literally look at 
every politician's political interest and i'm sure there's some money tied into it somewhere mm-hmm. whether it's right. in this like in this scenario like with the shooting in uvalde there's a gang of republican politicians who have shot down a gang of gun bills over the years who are who have direct financial ties to the nra like it's mm-hmm. not like who are also meeting this weekend in houston i believe continue dog they're having a, a meeting of the national rifle association in texas yep. this weekend yep and that's not a bad look i'm scared for society it's no christian no <laughs> no 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 it's a bad look society's in a bad place it's it's the but i listen i would love to be a fly on the wall of those conversations at that convention and to hear how they're going to brush this aside i am i am oh facts I, I I would love to hear the conversations, not even not on like stages and stuff, but just in between like certain people about how they're going to get past this, how they're going to brush this, brush this off, how they're not going to get anything passed through to, you know, quote unquote, take people's guns away over the next few years. Like it's, it, it's an, it's an infuriating, infuriating set of circumstances. Um, but yeah, politicians are, you know, I just, just want to take, to, to take the time to say, points. yeah, if there was a way that I can, like, get, like, a big magnet and take everybody's guns away, I would do it. <laughs> not not because, I mean, second, because it is the right thing. But first, I want to see how people are going to react about this, because I feel oh, like listen, the whole world would come to an end. Just because listen, if you want if you want to start world, the, uh, the another civil war in this country, I'm not even talking about the world. I'm just talking about in this country right now. Take one gun away from somebody in the South, and we'll set the, that'll be the the, the the match that lit the fire like you know that's pretty pathetic by the way it's, it's crazy song. right mm-hmm. like uh, all the things in the world that like you could possibly be mad at and heated over the one thing you're mad about is a gun right that a you probably wasn't going to die anyway because probably ain't nobody looking to kill you unless you know something we don't know listen and b, listen, and, b, listen. B, and b it's kind of like a toy so it's like hey jim bob <laughs> jim bob in the in the backwoods of alabama Ain't nobody coming to steal your fucking property. <laughs> you don't need that AK. You don't need that AR. Get you a nine millimeter or a, some little handgun. Fine. That's fine. I'm with that. That's if you want to take away. You know what? Also, yeah. you, you know, a rule that's in place that I'm thinking about that I really would like to be in place. You should only be allowed to have one gun like a house. Per house. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why people are able to own machine guns and starters and, or assault rifles, sorry, not machine guns. Why people are able to own assault rifles and a handgun, and like, why do you need multiple guns in your house anyway? Like, what do you think is going to come for you? Like, <laughs> I can, what do you use it for? <laughs> I can come around on. I can come around on the hunting stuff because people. There are generally people out there who hunt. Like that's their shit. Like that's their get down. That's how they. That's how they eat. That's how they do their shit. All right, that's fine. But you don't. You don't need a rocket launcher. You don't need a grenade launcher. There's nobody shooting fucking Call of Duty in the next uh, Call of Duty movie in the next few weeks. They're not gonna next. fucking come to you. You don't need um, you don't need a assault rifle that shoots a hundred rounds a minute with an extended drum. You don't need all this uh, all this this extra shit. Like you don't need it. It's not necessary. But yeah. at the end of the day, all this boils down to the psychology of people owning guns. I have a theory. I've I've held this theory for years. I don't. I have no actual research on it this is just my idea it is because people love power and when people love power they will do anything to hold on to that power and the power that that they have holding a gun that could potentially take someone else's life or take life from something else gives them whatever uh serotonin whatever dopamine that just it 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 fuels them it gives them this godlike power that they enjoy and that they don't want to take and that they don't want to let go it's fucking weird. <laughs> it is weird. And, and I want to kind of say a shout out to your, you know, your head basketball coach, uh, Steve Kerr, shout for basically Steve mentioning Kerr. the same thing that uh, people mm-hmm. in Congress just want to hold on to power instead of do the mm-hmm. right thing. They do. And it, when in doubt, listen to Steve Kerr, especially on these issues, because Steve Kerr, for those who may not know, head, head coach of the Golden State Warriors, um, his father was assassinated in, I believe it was. Um, is it American? American University was it? He was he. Was, I, I want to say Belarus, but I can't be right. I, it was something with a B. I want to say uh, Belarus. Um, yeah, yeah. He was assassinated in the eighties while Steve this. was playing in was playing college basketball at the University of Arizona. Yep. Um, Beirut. So, Beirut. Beirut. Yes. Beirut. 
Yes. I believe his first name was Malcolm. Am I correct on that one, Jared? Uh, fact checking. Hold on. Mac. Yes. Jared, you'll be our fact checker from now on. Um, Malcolm. Malcolm H. Kerr. Yes. Malcolm H. Kerr was Steve Kerr's dad who was assassinated in Beirut. Um, Lebanon. Lebanon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when in doubt, listen to Steve Kerr on these issues because he's he's coming from a place where he's a smart guy. He knows his stuff. He understands, you know, how the masses feel about this. And it's just, yeah, it's frustrating. Um, so if you haven't heard what Steve Kerr says, he had like a five minute um, press conference. He didn't take any basketball questions before game three or game four, game rather. Four. Yeah. Um, he didn't take any basketball questions. He just spoke about the, um, the mass shooting in Texas. And it's, it's really, mm-hmm. it's a, it's an, it's a good listen to kind of wake you up and give you a full perspective on these things. And, where the where the actual power lies in this um because the power unfortunately isn't with people it's with these goddamn politicians and i'm not hopeful <laughs> i'll say that much um okay yeah so All we right. went about close to uh, about 45 minutes on that um i told you we would i just yeah, yeah. yeah. i knew we would i knew we would um, um yeah go let's, ahead um let's talk about something else that our government apparently thinks they but mm. also believe they have right and it is the rico charge wait quick question okay should i play meek mill featuring drake rico right after <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i contemplate about that like the whole entire time i bring up this subject <laughs> they made a um, song about rico charges sorry go ahead but you know it's funny looking back at it when i first heard the song i had no clue like what they were talking about and i never bothered to look it up because i can honestly somewhat care less about what meek mill has to say um <laughs> mainly because the simple fact of it's the same flow over and over again yeah, yeah and yeah. he talks about the same thing over and over again so as far as i'm concerned meek mill only has like one great song to me it's a song that all famous black people my age know called dreams and nightmares if you don't know it don't worry about it if you do know it I'm with you next time we have a party. <laughs> dreams, of, um, dreams and nightmares is to black people what Sweet Caroline is to white people. It's <laughs> facts. It's high key. That and swag surfing is a tie between swag surfing and dreams and nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yes. But um, um, yes, facts. But uh, yeah, I didn't know um much about this Rico charge information. So more context clues. Like I said, your boy's been researching. Yeah, see, look, crazy. Look at what a little bit of fact yeah. does. <laughs> Crazy, crazy, right? Shit is crazy. So for those who don't, don't know, uh, artist Jeffrey Williams, who also goes by the name of Young Thug, has a, a record label company called YSL, Young Slime Life, I believe it's called. That was a Young Savage Life. Oh, no, it's no. Slime Life. Never mind. Yeah, Young yeah. Slime. Young, Young Slime Life. Yep. And uh, apparently, Atlanta, the city of Atlanta, has a whole entire RICO charge against YSL, the label, and claiming that it is a gang affiliated. And the RICO charge basically allows you to charge an individual to a whole, as a whole group, even though it has something completely different. Like one person can do battery, another person can do like sexual um, sexual harassment, um, assault. assault, sorry, yeah. <laughs> assault, assault somebody, another person can do murder. And they can link all of this together in mm. one group and say, y'all all benefited from either this person robbing these people, this person killing that person, and this person beating up that person. And you all benefit from it, even though you had nothing to do with it. And then that's what Rico is basically about. Yep. And I was blown away. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, do you know, well, question, do you know how Rico started? That's another thing I also looked into as well. So Rico <laughs> apparently started. Hey, listen, right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to take time to say I'm proud of this boy for being on this shit. But <laughs> <laughs> we had two weeks off. Well, I tell you, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, I want to let our fan base know something. You give Christian two weeks off, and if I tell you I've been waking up at 4 a.m. for like three days, that means something is heavily on my mind. <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't like to sleep. That means something's there, and I have to look it up. <laughs> that boy is up there doing research. Go ahead, brother. I, yeah. I'm just proud because I, I don't have to do work as a fact checker. You're, you're yeah. really, you're really yeah. killing it. No, you're good. Thank man. you. You're my best. Keep Put me at work. <laughs> apparently, apparently Rico was all started because back in the day they had the uh, mob mafia. bosses, mafia, yeah. in the and 
I guess, which actually ain't no guess, it kind of makes sense. They can always charge one individual low-line crime, but they couldn't get the main person. It was always like, oh, I don't know him, or he didn't do that for me. I didn't tell him to do it. How do we benefit from it, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and that's all how Rico started, basically, because people were tired of getting the little man, the little fish. I mean, it makes sense. Fish. You want the big fish, you want to cut the head off the snake. And it's funny to me because at first I was like, the Rico charge is stupid. This needs to go. But then as I did my research and found out because the mafia back in the day, yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> hey man, look, look, <laughs> listen, when it comes to cases like this, it comes to these high profile, um, these high profile cases where they're, where they make a big deal over it. Cause it wasn't like they put this in on a little bit of, you know, they did this on the sly or on this little sneak tip. They were building this information since like 2012. Yes. Bro. So they, they were watching Thug. They were watching Gunna. They were watching other people in the YSL click and like since 2012. So when they have information going to back then, then you're kind of like, oh, damn. Because if they, <laughs> right? Think about it. If they have information on you from 2012, that's just the information that they acute from, that they got together from watching you. There's probably people talking. There's probably people in that in the organization was probably talking to the feds at this point because they've already they're they're holding gunna until january when his trial is so yeah man, it's all this is it's a very it's this is a very long detailed Damn. accumulative process they, 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 this ain't no overnight thing i know that's crazy to me they yeah. almost tried to get jack harlow i was like dang what jack harlow do hold on, hold on. i was like wait i was like hey bro i was, I was I was like, bro, he not even. <laughs> I was like, dang. I mean, he's good. He didn't do anything. But I was like, just, it's crazy to know that this group's been watched since 2012. And no. you even come in contact with these bugs. They like, what you doing? Who you yeah. with? Yeah. I'm part of. Guilty. And yeah. Yeah. I just want to know your opinions on the Rico charge. Because at first I was like, it's stupid. Then I did my research and I was like, well, damn. Listen, maybe not. And it's probably like one of the craziest things that the government may or may have actually somewhat got right. <laughs> well, it's hard to, it, here's the thing. It's hard to deny it if they have information from that long ago. Because <laughs> they had, <laughs> they had, a, I think it was, um, for one, it was an 88 page indictment with everybody's names, all the crimes committed. <laughs> Hey, they, had, they had government names too, Jared. I ain't, ain't talking about when, when they, 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 yeah. they said the government name first and then gave the artist name. <laughs> Young they had, name is crazy. Yeah, they had they had information on a murder that happened in Atlanta. They tied the murder to somebody in YSL. And you know how they tied the murder to someone in YSL? They went to the rental car that they rented to commit the murder in. <laughs> listen when you're pulling up mm -hmm. rental cars like <laughs> credit card information whether they got it from enterprise or hertz like this is this is when we gotta just like stand back and let this play out like because this shit is crazy it's it's frustrating <laughs> it's frustrating because like damn they got them and it's also frustrating to think that thug is one of the biggest rappers in the game right now gonna just had a number one album like what two three months ago we was all figuring out what the fuck pushing pushing p was he went up with the baby by number one album, but he did have a, a crazy meme of pushing P that everybody's trying to figure out. He was going, I think he was going for tip for tap for some with somebody to see if that, that album was going number one. Yeah, he was. It, I think it was around the time the weekend came out. I, I yeah, could be completely wrong so. on that. Um, now you, you might that sound like actually kind of right. Yeah, uh, and that wasn't that long ago. And now he's locked up for the rest of the year because they denied him bond and his trial doesn't start till end of January. So, yeah, man, it's. I can't like say, you know, I, I've come around on the whole like free ex rapper thing. Like, because <laughs> if said yeah. rapper could actually committed the crimes, then it's kind of hard to, you know, to, to clamor for that person's, that individual's freedom in such a way that, you know, <laughs> if, you know, if you did the crime, you got to do the time. That's, that's been the old adage, right? Right. <laughs> of course it sucks. I, of course it's horrible. And I don't, and I wish that, you know, Thug and Gunner were, you know, in different situations. I don't think, I don't think Gunna was necessarily in command, but <laughs> it's, it, it's, yeah, it's all around nuts. I'm interested, interested to see how this plays out. I'm curious to see like 
once the trial comes, how that's going to be covered. Cause you know, they're going to have a bunch of different cameras in there and it's going to be, I think this is probably one of the, the most publicized trials in a really long time. Yeah. This Minus definitely the, has a, uh, um, uh, OJ Simpson vibes to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yes. but if they tell them, if they, cause like, if they're televising every day of this Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, they're going to televise yeah. every single second of that of this YSL trial. Oh yeah, I mean they got. Well, if they're first. using if they're using song lyrics too, I think that's going to bring up a whole. Oh, okay, yeah, that's another whole topic yeah. of conversation. Because look, look, for starters, I I agree with some of these artists. Fifty Cent said it best. Some of these artists are dumb as hell because they put literally what they did in a song. So you are kind of dumb for low key admitting that you murdered somebody, but. I still don't agree with the fact that it should be used in a court trial case because it's just it's 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 a slip it's a, it's an extremely slippery slope. Yes. Um. Because because now you're. It, it, yeah, it's a it's a super slippery slope because you're taking in a person's artistry and using them using it against them. At least at least this is just me. This is my completely ignorant point of view on it. I personally don't see the. The validity in using song lyrics i'd much rather you you have hardcore evidence to prove Facts. someone committed a crime of some sort yes not just an interpretation of it in a song lyric yes um but then again if if guys are putting that's putting extremely detailed instances in songs like saying if they if they're naming the the date and time of the murder and they're saying <laughs> dude's name that they murdered then it's kind of hard to knock that evidence but if you're leaving it up to court interpretation and lawyers and prosecutors then that's where it gets tricky because now it's it's all manipulation you're not really getting the full facts behind it am yeah, i am i am i wrong in that estimation am no. i wrong in that no no, no. I, was, I, was, I thought jared's coming to a hot take i heard a breath um no no no. i was i was doing fat checkers so i wasn't listening <laughs> yeah it's fine. No, um i think it's crazy because like you know music is supposed to be art you know it's yeah. Especially, you know, um, shout out to Kendrick, which we'll again to his album sometime next week, maybe. But the fact that he comes from a different perspective of, you know, how other people view the world of a situation that they're going through. So it's like it's hard to to use rap lyrics because like you don't know if it's just something like somebody has seen or if it's a right. story that they know that that's mm -hmm. happened around them or if they right. really experienced it or anything like that. But that's why it's called art, because like you don't know where the motivation the idea the thought comes from but it's just crazy that like i mean they literally told gun like one of gunner's lyrics i guess it said take me to trial hold the judge to something something and they was like yeah we're gonna hold you to january and i said damn <laughs> <laughs> but like if you're but this is the problem when you bring in lawyers and prosecutors and defense attorneys and all that stuff you're taking a, a just like a piece of a lyric and you're applying it to months and months of this right. individual losing out on family time money shows all that stuff like you're taking one little thing and applying it and making it much bigger than it much than it needs to be um yeah man it's just it's it's so this is so odd and it's so you know it, it's 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 upsetting for me because you know you'd wish these guys on one hand you you wish these guys made smarter decisions and moved in a, in a better way to where they wouldn't be put in the situation but also now you see the nastiness that may come out from, you know, courts using using rap lyrics and trials. Um, so, yeah, man, it's a, it's a sad situation all around. You know, I, I, I hope the best for everyone involved and, you know, let the next few months or a year or so play out and we'll, we'll come back to it when <laughs> when uh, convictions are hand down or time is, you know, thrown out. Yeah, yeah man. I don't know the. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You good. Uh, no, go ahead, so, so I don't know. I don't know all the super details. I haven't been following too too closely or whatever. So I don't want to speak <laughs> one way or the other at them. But but I guess from like a higher level about it, it is like like the uh, how do I want to word it so it's <laughs> it's generous. Like the priorities of it is is interesting and like whether or not you know it's it's due that you know say they did a crime and they did deserve whatever punishment or due process or whatever. But it is like they're navigating the system like the one of few ways that they're able to based on the way the system is set up right and then it i don't know it almost just feels like a lose-lose um not it to is. 
Yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to like if they did do a crime, let them off the hook for a crime. But there is like an air of like, well, we've created this system where it's like rapper play NBA, right? And like, yeah. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. I not. I don't know. Maybe I'm no. It, it, no, no you, you're definitely touching yeah. like something that's a that's an idea because I was thinking the other yeah. day how, you know, they they talk about and shout out to Atlanta News for showing the good that YSL does put in the neighborhood because they give back a lot to the community right you know that they came from it's sad that you know and jay you talked about how this um, environment that we have created for them or not for them but just in general for anyone that it feels like you have to go through you know a b and c just to get to a dream of success just to give back to a b and c you know like i think about Man, because I when it comes to music, man, I'm just I'm really in the lyrics and storytelling, man. It's a real big deal. So I'm always thinking about how Kendrick talks about, you know, good kid, mad city, you know, how you know, mm. um, you know, game banging, reptical, everything like that happening. Uh J. Cole, how you know, when he's a kid, he talks about not coming across being weak. Um J. Cole sideline story, man can't be weak in the game guys should be strong everything like that so it's crazy we hear these multiple environments from all these artists and and you don't know what it takes to survive and you don't know what people do to survive um i'm not saying like murder is the thing to do or stealing or anything like that but it's just crazy it's 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 sad it's heartbreaking Cause you really don't know where side to be on. You want to be on the right side, but it feels like there's no right in the situation whatsoever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Damn, that went down a deep tone. I didn't expect to go. No, you good. Yeah, no, that that's right. Where I've just been thinking about it, where it's like, and again, if there was a crime, I'm not defending it, <laughs> but it's just it just feels like the priorities of like what's being looked at and like what's being <laughs> taken apart, and it's like this. I don't know. It just feels like there's other things, maybe not. There's, yeah, there's there's always bigger fish to fry. Um, yeah, and I, I'm, it just I'm, yeah. I'm speaking on behalf of the entire I Got Questions podcast when I say <laughs> we are not, we are not condoning crime. We are not right. Condoning, yeah. No, hell uh, no, hell yeah. no. In a word of fifty cent, I do not gang gang. No, <laughs> I am not. We are not gang gang. We are not um, gang gang. No. I do not bang bang. I don't do none of that. Shout out to fifty for that for that lyric. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't yes. realize what he meant when he got in that song. I do not gang gang. You don't. <laughs> I listen. We are at home, being mm-hmm. you know, trying to be good men. That's it. The only, <laughs> the, only, the only thing I'm trying to do is stop working my nine to five and be a millionaire already, so I can yeah. sleep in past five a.m. instead of waking up at four o'clock in the morning and get my facts straightened because I can't sleep at night. <laughs> brother, you, brother, you just need some melatonin. You'll be all right. Um, Nah, brother, I need a, I need a million dollars. I need to quit my nine to five. <laughs> That's fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Actually, can can we stop saying nine to five? Because uh, nobody works nine to five no more. Like <laughs> eight to five, right? Yeah, it's like it's like seven thirty to five thirty now. Uh, I'm yeah. Unpaid lunch break. Yeah, yeah. unpaid lunch break. Uh, yeah. Types of crap. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm cool. Um, I'm still calling nine to five because. <laughs> whatever um but also if the government is listening um please take care of the gun locker uh issue my second issue would be a 40-hour work weeks they can go out the window uh you can reduce those to 30-hour work weeks and give people more time with their families may help a little bit with mass shootings just so you know parents can be at home and try to figure out what's wrong with their children or try to see what their mind says that just want to throw that out there to end the segue of government control and government rules and regulations on rico and all that types of stuff. So just something to keep in mind. If anybody is listening, I would love 30 hour work weeks. It would do good for the <laughs> states. All right. Uh, we're at about an hour. Yeah, uh, let's take us home. All right. Let's wrap this up. Anything else that you guys want to hit on real quick, real quick? Let's do shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Um, shout out to my uh, my homies label brand, Sinners Paradise, going into the history of Las Vegas, uh, specifically black history of Las Vegas. Um, a lot of people don't know anything about Las Vegas. Hell, I don't even know anything about Las Vegas. That's why I don't claim 
speak from here because I know nothing about it. Uh, even though I kind of grew up here, I literally know nothing. So he is going to <laughs> dig into the research. <laughs> um, that's it. <laughs> Las Vegas. Talking, right. talking about the mafia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Las Vegas has literally no culture, at least in my perspective whatsoever. So he's going to dig deep into it and bring it out. Um, I'm rocking a hat today, a trucker's hat. Um, he has multiple colorways, uh, but the name on IG is Sinner's Paradise. They only have a uh, hats up right now and potential shirt being released soon. But if you can, at least visit the website, show some love. You got it. If not, it's all good. I can hold it down for you and me. Yeah, I'll put the link in the bio um, to this episode. So if anybody wants Ooh. to go buy a hat, um, you know, buy one for me because I can't fit those hats. My head's too, <laughs> my head's too big. Um, I was trying to leave that out, but the record, it's fine. Uh, it's cool. I've I've embraced it. Um, all right, that that all from you, Christian. Um, yeah, I'll let you guys get your shout outs in, and I'll end it with a segue for next week for our listeners to potentially look forward to. <laughs> Jared, you got any got, got any shout outs? Um, you know what? Yeah, I watched the uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, and I just had a really good time. It was just it was just a lot of good fun uh so it was like an hour and a half it was real quick it was a lot of good laughs uh hey, that it shit was me heat. up that it shit was, was heat i was shocked <laughs> that's a good uh, ass movie that's a good ass movie i forgot yeah, about that so. movie but it's a great movie <laughs> oh man as a chippendales uh, rescue rangers fan when i was a kid man that movie hit on every single note for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh i was i was pleasantly surprised with with how much fun i had so yeah go ahead give that a watch or don't whatever i'm not your yeah. parental guardian um that all from you jared yeah that'll do it cool um i'll give a shout out nah, uh, man. i think i say oh go ahead I, i'm gonna i'm gonna let you end it with your shout outs because i like the way you do the <laughs> outro for uh i don't want to mess up the rhythm sorry sorry for our listeners we're all over the place tune in to us next week um because we will get back to our nerd shit uh we as you guys don't know dr strange did release it's been about two weeks now moon Knight ended um i haven't watched it but i'm curious to hear some other people reviews on it um also there's more movies coming out as well and on top of that we do will and get into the discussion of kendrick lamar so we will get back to some fun topics but uh this episode is in the heart heavy this morning on my mind heavy live hardcore facts coming your way in this episode so please um take this time to learn and research and you know hear a different perspective don't just base it all on us either man go out there and get your own perspective and your own opinions and develop your own ideas um if you got any questions any concerns you want to hit us with please email us at the i got questions at gmail.com and i'm gonna let aaron take away with the segue even though that was pretty yeah, yeah, that was, was pretty beautiful good. yeah that was, actually, that was we're incredible just, we're just gonna end that there yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man i'm sorry i'm um, sorry aaron i didn't mean nah, to take it under, brother. Oh. No. you hit on everything um i'm just gonna say I, you know, if you're listening to this, if my voice is touching your ears or, you know, anything like that, um, I wish the best for you. Uh, I, I wish nothing but the best for you and your family and your life. I hope everything works out. Um, if you're going through some, some struggles, some trials some tribulations, just know you'll get through it. Just keep pushing. Um, head up, forward movement, one step at a time. That's all I got. Um, yeah, man. I got questions podcast. With that said, we will see y'all next week. Peace. Love. Stay learning.